0: could just be in me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke AF Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, America is in crisis. We know this. We talk about this every single week and every single day, Monday through Friday on Woke AF, but there is another crisis that I don't think is going to receive the kind of attention that climate change has received, the kind of attention that voting rights has received, or even right, the fair weather issue of you know our democracy in January 6th. I was watching the news and my heart sank because I realized that the Republicans' plans to destroy our democracy, to destroy this country, to tether people into low-paying, terrible jobs that offer them no benefits, no nothing, is our education system. And the other day, MSNBC put up a new crisis and a new report that says that we have a teacher shortage in this country, a real teacher shortage, right? Not in the way that they tried to hype up the fact that we were going to have a shortage of tampons so that uh, people with uteruses would run out and go and stock up and, you know, help out the fucking tampon industry. No. Teachers, for the last several school years have been fleeing the classroom. I've talked about this before on Woke AF, but now I really want to dive into it because what some states are doing to deal with the lack of teachers just goes to show you how fucking little Republicans think about our education system. So let me tell you this because I had to write it down, because I was like, wait, what? So Alabama and Arkansas, which let's just understand that on nobody's scale, on nobody's metric, do they have a valid, intellectually aggressive education system, okay? You're talking about these states that already rank in some of the rankings that we use, like life expectancy, health outcomes, uh, income, all of these things, the fucking bottom. So Alabama and Arkansas have decided that in order to deal with the teacher shortage in their states, that they are going to relax, and I use air quotes, relax teacher certifications. So you don't need to have gotten any certifications when you go ahead and apply to become a teacher in these two states. And, you know, I will say this, that Randy Weingarten, who has been the president of AFT, American Federation of Teachers, for a considerable amount of time, said this in response. She goes, just to show you how little Teachers are respected and thought about, you don't need, let's not even talk about their salaries, she said, but the fact that you would relax certifications for teaching because you don't think that it's that important. If there were a shortage of nurses, would you relax the certification to become an RN or an LPN? Would you relax the certifications for the medical board to become a doctor? Would you relax uh, the certification and the qualification it takes to become a lawyer? No, you would not. Because in your mind, you would think to yourself, my God, do I want somebody that is operating on me? Do I want somebody intubating me? Do I want somebody even taking my fucking blood, right? Who didn't meet the minimum requirements of said state, right? Which is getting your certifications. No, you wouldn't. Would you want, uh, if you're looking for a home, the person selling you uh, a home or, or visiting a rental property never to have gone through any certification process to become a real estate broker? No, you wouldn't. Would you want the person that is handling your fucking taxes, right? Not to have, right, their license as a CPA. No, again, you would not. So the audacity, right, just think again, We are talking, folks, about global citizenship. We are talking about the next generation of innovators and leaders in this country, the next generations of politicians, the next generation of artists and tech giants and all of these things. That's what we are talking about. At the foundation of a functioning democracy is a strong public education system. I had to pause because I'm like, where the fuck are we? But this is what I've said since the beginning of time, which is that there is no better tool for white supremacy and for fascism than our public education system. It is why you are seeing Trumpists run at Local levels run for school board, changing curriculum, gutting curriculum altogether. You see governors like Ron Death Santis terrorizing teachers, threatening them with lawsuits and jail time for having the audacity to talk to your kids about the LGBTQ community, to talk to your kids about history outside of the lens of white cis hetero men. So explain to me why we would even think then that people, and folks, I haven't even gotten to the real kicker, right? And you know what's coming. Why would we expect then for people to want to go into education, to go get their master's degree like I did many, many moons ago? Because I knew, why did I want to become a teacher? Why did I want to work in education policy? because I believe that at the core of any successful fucking democracy is an educated citizenry. We could solve more than half of this country's issues. If we actually taught kids what it is that we want them to learn, because the thing is folks, Fucking K through 12 education is not your round the clock babysitting service, which is exactly how Alabama and Arkansas and other states are looking at our public education system. Oh, we'll just get a retired vet, they said, to go and stand up in front of a class. Okay, that's great. I'm all about, you know, supporting veterans, but what are your qualifications to teach a classroom of 25 to 30 children? Right? Like, what, are you, what, what, what is your level of expertise? But we think so fucking little about the people that are literally spending more time with your kids than you do. We think so little about what expectations we have for these children moving forward. Because the thing is, is that the people that are relaxing these laws, the people that have been attacking teachers from the jump are the Republican party and their kids don't go to public fucking school, right? Their kids are being sent to the best private schools in the kind that money can buy. So once again, we are creating, they are creating by design a permanent economic underclass where it is going to be up to the oppressor to educate your child just enough so that they're good enough to be able to work for them and toil at the factory and do this widget thing, but not enough to actually run a factory, to run a company, right? Not enough to be informed enough to go ahead and vote and vote for people and hold them accountable and responsible, right? Not enough to be able to understand how government actually fucking works. The dumbing down of America is purposeful, so that those that are in the top 1% of this country remain there. And you can only remain at the top if, in fact, you have solidified the bottom, if you've cemented it for generations to come. And how do you do that? You do that by not outwardly cutting access to public education. No, you don't do that. You just destroy it from the inside by consistently defunding it right? They want more police on the streets. They want high inflation so that everyone has to stay at the jobs that they are at, but that you have no recourse to be able to, let's say, collectively bargain because they attack unions. So even if you are in a factory style, blue collar job, you have no recourse in order to protect yourself on that job because they have villainized unions since the beginning of time it's why i believe that they hate teachers so fucking much because one of the last big unions is the teachers union so folks you know this all goes to say with the fact that one we don't pay teachers shit right So there are some places that instead of relaxing their certifications are actually thinking about doing something crazy, which is actually paying teachers their worth. So they are starting out with starting salaries in some places of $60,000 a year, right? You know, I remember when I was teaching and this was in the early 2000s and i had started teaching and I'd gotten my master's degree and I was working at a bilingual charter school in Washington, D.C., And, you know, what was beautiful about that time period in my life was that I actually lived in the community that I worked in. So I would see my first and second graders at the supermarket with their parents. I would see them walking down the street, coming back from the park, and they would be so excited because for little kids, right, to see their teacher outside of the classroom, they like think that you're a gnome and you live underneath the desk. And they're like, oh, my God, you're a whole person but it was so heartwarming because I was a part of educating the community that I lived in. Well, what has happened folks with gentrification, what has happened with ballooning housing costs and rents is that a majority of people aren't able to actually live in the place that they teach because they can't afford it. Right? So they move farther and farther and farther out so that they're coming in. So you don't even, if we actually, again, cared about community, cared about school, cared about our future, we would be investing in teachers, right? Teachers, first responders, they would get, right? Loans for housing, right? They would get, you know, that would be a part of your package is that we want you living and working in the community that you serve. Not only that, you would actually pay them what they're fucking worth. So this all goes to say, folks, that the big thing that I believe is having us in this teacher shortage, which I think is going to get worse, which is what Randy Weingarten, the AFT president said, and others have said, we don't, we're not even talking about mass shootings. Because let me tell you something, I sure as hell would never teach in these United States. I am not for the low bargain rate of $60,000 a year as a starting salary in some places, right? Going to put my life on the line in a place like Texas and Florida, right? And even New York now where you're able to just carry a gun wherever you want, because that's what our Supreme court has dictated. So you have schools every single year. How many schools, how many high schools, how many elementary schools do we see in the headlines for getting shot up? We are asking teachers to not only, oh, be lowballed in terms of their salary to teach our young people, but then on top of that, we're telling them to risk their lives and again, not affording them an income that would even make that make fucking sense. So think about just by looking at our education system and where we are right now, what Republicans are doing to our democracy, because what's going to end up happening, right? More and more teachers are going to leave the profession. You're going to get more and more low-skilled right? Or non-licensed, non-certified people coming in to then teach your kids. And where are they going to go first? Oh, they're going to go to the densely populated black and brown areas. They're going to go into the cities. This was always the pushback. If you were, if you remember, and you may not Of teach for America, teach for America was all about bringing in young people to teach, right? Except that they were going into these schools with no scaffolding, no coaching, right? No training. And they were going into the most high need populations and then turning over every fucking two years because you only needed to put two years in. So again, you have a class of children and a race of children as well that are being cycled through with the most green behind the ears teachers that you could ever imagine. Who do not have the skill set to be able to deal with the compounded traumas that come with living in low income, right, survival environments? You know, my sister and I were having a conversation the other day. We were talking with a couple of people, and my sister and I, as some folks may know, and and those of you who don't, uh, let me relay. Um, My sister and I both went through the same master's of education program, both for early childhood education with a specialization for special needs students. And when my sister, who is still in education, in an administrative ESL capacity and is moving into teaching teachers how to create curriculum that is expansive for students at independent schools. Nonetheless, Nicole and I, went into education for the same reason. We both believed, you know, that education really shaped our lives. And one of the things that we were saying recently is that even though we had master's degrees in special education, the student population that we were dealing with, we were actually not trained to deal with. We didn't have that skill set we had the skill set to deal with special education as it pertains to learning difficulties right whether you have a range of different global learning delays or or what have you that's what we were trained in we were not trained in how poverty right violence causes special needs right So it is not special needs in terms of oh there is something intellectually delayed that needs to be stimulated in a different way. No, the children that we were dealing with were wondering where their next meal was going to be coming from. We're living in homes with consistent domestic violence, and they were also experiencing violence in the home, dealing with alcoholism, dealing with drug use dealing with, you know, all of the strains that come with systemic poverty, right? On top of which the population that we were dealing with as well, also an immigrant population of Spanish speakers who also were working two and three jobs to be able to provide what it is that they could for their kids, right? So when you are calling for a parent teacher conference well, if I'm a waged worker, how am I coming in for that parent-teacher conference? And so having to really tailor and understand the needs and what was at play in the classrooms that we were teaching, and none of which our program actually prepared us for. So when we think about, you know, public education systems from you know, back in the fifties and in the sixties, where all you really were required to get was a high school diploma. And then, you know, if you were white and you were male, you know, the world was carved out for you in terms of what it was that you could do, or you got enough of an education, but you were going to go work into work in the factory that your dad and his dad worked in before you or on the police force. Right. Right. So there were careers that were set up for that limited amount of education, right? This was also at a time, again, where public education was not readily available. So what this new set of Republicans are setting up is for the privatization of education in such a way that, again, your oppressor is educating you, or, you know, you have the Microsoft school or the Google school or the, this school or the, that school, which is all built around private interests. We want to educate you just enough so that you remain at the lowest level of our company, right? But we're going to paint a rosy picture around it. This is what Republicans want a devastated and decimated public education system, a privatized Right? Pri- private schools and religious schools that then don't have to follow any of the same rules and mandates that public education does. They are able to turn away people, right? So you're able to once again create this all white, all wealthy system and everyone else be damned or be fucked. And what is this going to perpetuate? A permanent underclass, which is what you need. In order to remain the upper class, because what they need more of are workers and undereducated, desperate workers that they can treat any type of way that are completely and totally disposable and that have no recourse in order to have any type of better life, whether that be healthcare, whether that be any of the incentives that you would want to have at a company or a factory or a job that is what Republicans want. That is what they are after. And who is it going to harm the most first? Black and brown kids. Because those that are white, right, those people that are middle class, if that is still even a thing, or upper middle class, will pull their kids, right? And they will put them in schools that they will then need to work an additional job or additional hours or what have you in order to be able to put them through. So once again, you're still locking people into a position where they have very little power because the demands around them are going to be so steep. You see how this works now? Disputable with Dr. Rashad Ritchie is one of the latest shows on the TYT network and also the fastest growing news show in America. On his show, Dr. Ritchie plays no games regarding policy, delivering a heavy dose of fact-based truth and penetrating analysis on all the top news stories focusing on racism, criminal and social justice, politics, police brutality, Karens, and much more. Listeners can also expect interviews with fascinating guests, political leaders, commentators, and even In fiery debates with conservatives on a wide range of policy topics in the bullpen, it is an indisputable fact that you will love this show. Listen to Indisputable with Dr. Rashad Ricci on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. My problem here, folks, is that the democratic party is not painting this picture. They are not telling Americans the full story of what the Republican dream is. It is a country that is filled with guns and undereducated people. Oh, that can't possibly go wrong at all. Where you think that your only recourse in life is to build up your own fucking arsenal. And don't require anybody to have a license or to go through any type of training or anything like that. And then hype them up on racism, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia, homophobia, transphobia, and then send them on their way. It's like taking a bunch of soda cans, shaking them, then putting them in the fucking sun and opening them. What do we think is going to happen here? It's a recipe for fascism. Because then when everything inevitably spirals out of control, because you've created the conditions for it to spiral out of control, and then all everybody around you is running around desperate, just wanting some sense of their old life back, then you have an authoritarian that comes in and says, ah, I alone can fix this. Give me all of your liberties and all of your freedoms. Follow what it is that I say, and I'll make things safe again. I'll make the world better for you again. Be damn everybody else. Well, then you have Hitler's Germany. Orban's Hungary. Putin's Russia. Right? This is what the big setup is. It's the big setup and it is the big payoff for Republicans who remain close to power, sycophants, so that all of their needs are met. They're the ones that are the minority group that is in control of everyone and everything else. This is the world they want. And it's the world that is unfolding before us. Because the teacher crisis, folks, was followed by the other shortage, the shortage of nurses. Because guess what? After working 24 hours a day to save the lives of people who wouldn't wear a mask, and this is after the fact, when we were applauding our health workers to then degrading them and protesting outside, they're looking at themselves and talking about, the fuck am I risking my life and the life of my family to be out here with—now we have vaccines and I'm still— Risking everything to save you people who don't even believe in science? It's so hard sometimes to look around and see the writing on the wall everywhere and to still feel like we can fix this. The way that we stave this off, dear, dear friends, is to get everybody that you fucking know everybody who they know to vote for Democrats. They are imperfect. I rail against them all the time, but let me tell you something that the alternative, the alternative is a vicious cult. The alternative is us all going into camps. And I don't mean that glibly. You know, a story that, we talked about on Democracy-ish on a pre-tape that we just did is about the story that isn't making the news about what the Trump administration did to the undocumented that came into the country over the four years that he was in power. We know that people were separated from their children at the border. We know that they were thrown into overcrowded cages. We know that The Trump administration went so far as to go to court to say that we don't need to provide these people with any sanitary conditions. They also did something else forced sterilization. Sound familiar? Well, it would if you ever learned about what was happening, not only in Hitler's Germany, but where Hitler got that idea good old American USA and what they were doing to black women in this country and black men and the indigenous native populations to this country. Sterilization has a great evil, evil fucking history in America that white America loves to avoid, loves to say, not on my watch, never, not my country. Well, you don't really know your country cause you ain't taught about it. And that is purposeful. So if you think that, what we have read about and what we know has already happened in these United States wouldn't happen at a nationalized platform. You bring in Trump again, or you bring in death Santas, you bring in any of those people with the same vile ideology, and they will make sure that not only is Roe v. Wade, not a thing, not even in blue states, right? That there will be no such thing as blue states. There will be no such thing as states' rights. Once they are finally in control of the, national, of the federal government, they will gut every last thing, right? And it will be every person for themselves. There'll be forced sterilizations. There'll be uh, armies and tanks rolling down the streets. And again, folks, this is not hyperbolic talk. This is the pattern of what happens. They are starting and it's not even slow since the big lie. You have now gubernatorial candidates that are running on the big lie. You have senators that are running on the big lie that are running on upending our democracy and the rights of citizens in this country, because they don't believe that people of color Anybody from any marginalized community should have a say in this country. And what they are selling right now is lies and paranoia and fear. Now shake that up, put that up in a bottle with your AR-15s and my God, it's no wonder why these folks are itching for a civil war. So they can get to real life, do what they've been cosplaying doing. We are in a serious crisis, a compounded crisis. And oh, by the way, uh, we're also in a health emergency public crisis when you have polio making a return to fucking New York. So yeah, if you find yourself being exacerbated because, you know, the earth, according to scientists, is now spinning faster, the days are getting shorter, the air is getting more polluted, you're losing your rights left and right, and you're wondering why you feel crazy most days, well, this would be it. But the thing that I want to continue pounding into everybody's mind is that there is always hope so long as we have the will to do something about what we are seeing that is wrong. Because it really only takes a small group of people that are consistent, that have passion, that are purposeful in their fucking mission to spread. That's what we need. Because they are coming and they are showing no signs of stopping. Elevated.